0: Pauline, give me some of your tots. I even said, blood of a hen. Little bit of blood. I ate his liver with some father beans. nice viandy. Humble, pan fry, deep fry, stir fry. Yummy! Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Cooking Show. I'm your host, Bob, and this is. Oh, it's The Cooking Show. Spoiler alert. Hey, before we get to this week's recipe, uh, as always, check the show notes. We'll have the um, the imager link to the photo, you know, step by step photo log, I guess, of preparing the recipe. We'll also have the sort of plain text recipe if you just want to make the thing, you know, without reading through someone's life story and how their grandmother from the old country brought this recipe over smuggled in her in her hat or something. Uh, it'll just be pretty straightforward. I don't think I don't think we're going to have any special ingredients or equipment for this one. It's fairly simple. But this is this is like a follow out from last week's episode, which was making maple syrup. Which. Hey, uh, new listeners, I uh, appreciate you checking that out. That seemed like it was a very popular episode, and we got some you know, new people in. So we made maple syrup last week, and we want to use that maple syrup this week in making something delightful, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to make everybody's favorite classic cinnamon rolls, right? Mm-hmm. Chances are you're familiar with cinnamon rolls from the uh, Pillsbury exploding cylinders of dough, I think? They still sell them like that. I don't know. Making them is super simple. Not as simple as just, you know, blowing up a, a tube of dough and throwing them in the oven. But it's not particularly difficult. Also, what you get from making something like this yourself. Obviously, you can control the ingredients and the, the quality of the ingredients. You know, I don't know what's in your grocery store cinnamon rolls. But I'm going to assume that there are a couple things in there that... I don't have in this recipe because you don't have the need for, you know, like leavening agents and emulsifiers and binders and preservatives and stuff like this because uh, you're going to make these and then you're going to bake them and then you're going to eat them. And it's all going to happen within a day or two days or whatever. And you don't need this thing to sit in the refrigerator section of the grocery store for I don't know how long, but longer than what you're going to be dealing with. In this case, Uh all right? So that's one benefit. Another benefit is, you know, you can just make... A cinnamon roll that tastes exactly like a cinnamon roll you know like that that's sort of the jumping off point for recreating a processed food or an existing food I think I said this during the the hot dog episode was that you you spend a lot of time and effort and sometimes in some cases you spend a lot of money to make a thing that like the highest praise is like oh this tastes just like a hot dog you get from the gas station you know and you know the highest praise for a cinnamon roll is like wow this cinnamon roll I recognize this this uh, sweet pastry as a roll with cinnamon inside of it but what you do once you've mastered the the recreating at that point you can sort of take it to the next step you can make it a little extra you can elevate it a bit and that's what i i like to do with this recipe is that we're making your your classic cinnamon rolls but we're going to use some of our homemade maple syrup as a sweetening agent, as basically the sugar component. We'll be replacing granulated sugar in the dough. We'll be adding some of this maple syrup to the filling and we'll use some in the the frosting. But what we can do is even go like a step beyond just using like a homemade ingredient and we can bump up the complexity and the depth of flavor of maple syrup so that there's like a little extra something going on in there. You have like a little bit more depth to the cinnamon flavor, you can sneak in some some very aromatic spices. That'll um, you know it's not like it's not like it's gonna stand out like oh wow this cinnamon roll tastes like uh, fennel <laughs> like nobody wants that. But you do want it to be interesting and and I would you say distinct like set itself apart from your grocery store explody tube of dew. So this is what we're gonna do. So because there are basically three components to a cinnamon roll yeah there's the dough there's the filling and there's the uh the frosting that goes on the top we have three opportunities to hide some of our super secret sauce which is maple syrup infused with spices in like all three of those layers okay so what we're going to do is I I started off I used uh, like a half pint of my homemade maple syrup and I put that into a saucepan and brought it up to like just barely a simmer. Like so that it was hot and maybe a couple bubbles would would escape. But I didn't want it like boiling. I don't want to reduce it too much. But we do want it to be warm or hot. Depending on what your, your threshold for hot is. And into that maple syrup we threw a cinnamon stick. We put in some cloves. Some cardamom pods. Some allspice berries. Also uh, some nutmeg. So those are things. Cinnamon. Clove cardamom allspice and nutmeg now i don't know about you cardamom is one of the greatest aromas on earth second only to raw organic gasoline (laughs) it's such a such a compelling aroma What we're gonna do is we're gonna put those spices into the pan of maple syrup and we're just gonna like heat that up and let that sit there and steep for a while. Um, If you think you're making a a cup of tea, you're going to steep that for three to five minutes. So give it 10 to 15 minutes in that hot maple syrup to kind of extract all those flavors from those spices. And like the way that these spices work generally, uh, or in a lot of cases, or at least in the case of these uh, five that we're using, is like the flavor compounds are in oils. So there's oils in the clove and the cinnamon and the nutmeg and et cetera, et cetera. And when those oils are heated up, they will uh, become energized and they'll thin out and they'll move around and they will escape from their desiccated husk that is holding them and they will um, percolate out into whatever medium they're being heated in, in this case, maple syrup. So what you're going to do is you're going to get this like very cinnamony, spicy, aromatic maple syrup that we're then going to use in those three layers of the cinnamon roll in the dough, in the filling, in the frosting. And none of it is going to really stand out. Like you're not going to take a bite and be like, wow, there's cardamom in this. And it's just, uh, it's just going to add a little bit of complexity and nuance to it. And it's going to be wonderful. OK, so uh, while you heat that up, you can you can heat it, bring it up to a simmer and then kill the kill the heat and let that sit there for a while. I I did this first and then it sat there sort of just soaking it in for two and a half hours while the dough r- rised, rose, risen, risoed uh, while the dough got all fluffy. And then, you know, I, I I sampled from that when I was making the dough. So some of it went in a little early and then it was used in the rest of that. All right. So uh, for the dough, let's talk about the dough for cinnamon rolls. Hmm, man, very close to brioche. I actually had to check. I think I made a brioche bun for the Oscar burger episode. I don't know, a while ago. And, you know, it's not quite brioche. Like there aren't as many eggs in it, um, but it is very similar. It's very soft, fluffy uh sweet sort of bread very buttery and delicious golden you know the dough is very yellowy because of uh the egg yolks and the butter and everything else but for that dough um it's uh and for the exact measurements you know check the show notes but it's uh, milk. Milk is the milk and eggs are basically your wet ingredients. Like, there's no water. So it's milk, quick rise or dry active yeast, about three tablespoons of the maple syrup, two eggs. Now, you can just use two whole eggs. I used one egg and then the yolk of the second egg, uh, but you can just throw two eggs in there. It's not a big deal. Uh, let's see. Um, some butter. says mostly melted, not completely melted. I mean, it was fairly melted. Throw it in the microwave for 15-20 seconds and if there are still some solid butter chunks in there it's not a big deal because it'll get incorporated into the dough whenever you're kneading and mixing and all that kind of stuff if you can like you can use all-purpose flour if you want but if you you know are going out to the store and you need to pick up a few things Grab some bread flour. Bread flour will make a little bit of a textural difference in your cinnamon roll. And a little bit of salt. Salt makes everything good. It accentuates so many flavors, even if they're not salty flavors. So that's basically the dough. You get everything mixed together. Use the bread hook mixer on your—or bread hook attachment on your mixer— or you can mix this by hand or with a wooden spoon or whatever, get it mixed up, it will start off very much like a batter and it'll, it'll tighten up into a dough. It actually brioche dough tends to be even softer and more battery than than this recipe, but this will start off like a very uh, almost like a cake batter, and it'll tighten up towards the end once all the flour gets incorporated in it. it, it it's kneaded for a little bit. Once it, uh, parts of it will sort of get shiny and smooth. You know depending on how the, you know, the harmonic resonance of your dough hook spinning around there, you might get two little orbs off on the side that just keep folded over onto themselves multiple times. When you get like that shiny, smooth dough, don't over mix, don't over knead, stop the mixing at that point, fold your dough up into a nice tight ball and put it into, you know, stainless steel mixing bowl into the, the, the bowl of your stand mixer or whatever Cover that with saran wrap and let that rise for two to two and a half hours because there's the eggs in there, there's the milk in there, there is the the maple syrup in there, there's Lots of nutrition and and sugars available for the yeast to to get active. In fact, I didn't bloom my yeast ahead of time. I just mixed everything together, knowing that the dough would be fairly soft and wet, so it wasn't going to inhibit the the growth of the yeast and the rising of the the dough itself. Two to two and a half hours, you should get a pretty good rise on that dough. It's not going to be like this big, billowy, super hydrated dough like a ciabatta, You know, I, I just watched this video uh, last week, it was like 116% hydration ciabatta dough. And it was, that was ridiculous. That was like, it it, it was like making bread out of a parachute. (laughs) Um, This won't be that, but it will definitely expand and it'll be nice and soft and pliable. Once that has happened, (laughs) it's time to make the actual uh, cinnamon rolls themselves, preheat your oven. To 350 degrees while you're doing all this other stuff, get that dough out onto like a cutting board or some sort of a surface. I did not flour the surface because I was pretty I was pretty confident that this w- wouldn't stick too much. Even though I'm going to be rolling it up by hand and having it on a cutting board, I was use, able to use a, um, a bench scraper. You know, like just the the flat blade that you use whenever you're scraping dough off of your countertop or whatever. I only really stuck in the middle, and I was able to. Free that up and do the full rolling of the cinnamon roll without uh, flowering the bottom of it. But you can definitely flower the bottom get so that you don't have any sticking or anything like that. Roll this out. Ideally, I mean, ideally a rectangular shape would work pretty well. I kind of just rolled it out uh, following the contours of my cutting board that it was on so that it wasn't really rectangular. It was more of an ovate or uh, it was an oval shape and that worked fine. Get that rolled out really nicely. Again, try to. I mean, you might have to work it a little, a little bit, because it'll be very springy and elastic. But using the courage of your convictions, you can roll this out to I don't know three quarters of an inch thickness. Uh, the thinner, the better, technically. But at some point, surface area is going to come into play, and I couldn't roll it beyond the edges of my cutting board. So I rolled it out, and it was, you know, three quarters of an inch, half inch thick, something like that. We got to get our filling ready, okay? So we're going to use brown sugar for the filling. We're also going to use a little bit of butter, like, I don't know, three or four tablespoons of butter, and that'll be softened. In fact, I had butter um, for the initial picture with all the ingredients out. And some of that butter I held back for the filling and I left it on the counter for the two and a half hours that the dough was rising and that made it nice and pliable. That was really nice. So you get your butter, mix it in with the brown sugar and your uh, ground cinnamon, okay? And then hydrate that with your maple syrup that I ran through a sieve to to strain out the bigger pieces of spices to, to catch the cloves and the, the allspice berries the cardamom pods, the, the cinnamon stick, the nutmeg I had greeted in there to begin with because I didn't want to just like poach a whole a whole nugget of nutmeg in the maple syrup cuz you know it would be a waste you know you're not going to you're not going to extract a lot of the flavor from the center of that so by grating it in there so you get a little grittiness in your maple syrup But it doesn't matter because you're mixing it with brown sugar it's going to be gritty anyway okay so you mix your maple syrup in there keep a couple tablespoons back for the frosting but with a fork you know mix it up you will combine you'll press the butter into the brown sugar, the maple syrup will give you a little bit of hydration, and you'll get like a real nice brown sludge. And then you just slather the surface of your dough with that brown sludge, and it looks like a big mulch-colored pizza. It's perfect. And then starting at one end, you want to roll it kind of tightly but it's not it's not like one of these things where it takes a lot of technique you know you want to roll it up you want to get several turns so that you get a nice spiral shape of the filling in there but it, it, there really isn't a any, any trick to rolling it just uh try to keep your 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 rolls fairly narrow and tight roll that whole thing up it's gonna look i don't know like a like a corn dog or something, I don't know. And then using, uh, so I used a, like a nine-inch uh, cake pan that was greased with some some butter. And using a knife, very gently, cut your your cinnamon rolls into like roughly one-inch thick logs or pinwheels. Uh, you should be able to get nine out of your out of your log there, and that is nine, not counting either end. So those two ends are barely going to have any filling in it. It's kind of like the overlap at the end. You can cut them off to begin with, or you can just start cutting from one end and go to the other end. And you can you can discard those ends. You can cook those in a different, you can bake them in a different vessel as just a um, slightly sweet crescent roll type of thing. I don't know. You mean do whatever you want, feed it to your chickens. That's what I did. Okay, so you you get your nine pinwheels of individual cinnamon rolls and then you want to arrange them in your cake pan one in the center eight around the outside and there should be well i mean i'm not gonna say there should be in many cases there will be maybe some cases there won't be some space between them right cover that pan that 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 cake pan with some saran wrap and let it uh let it rest for 15 20 25 minutes something like that it will, it will rise, it will fill in some of those gaps, and you'll have the uh, your your ovens preheating anyway, so you got a little bit of time. And if your oven is preheated, you know, 10 minutes after you start, let it sit for another 15 minutes. It's only going to make the temperature curve a little bit flatter in there. It's going to, it's going to, more heat is going to be absorbed into your oven walls. It's going to, you're going to lose less heat when you open the door and put your your cinnamon rolls in there, you know, letting, letting it your oven go for 10 minutes beyond the preheat time is actually going to help you out in this case okay once those have risen a bit and they've kind of smooshed together and they look all nice and fluffy take the saran wrap off the top number one big big important step and then put those into that 350 degree fahrenheit oven and i believe our baking time on this was what 25 minutes yeah 20 to 25 minutes i I'm, i'm gonna say go with 25 minutes because this is a very wet soft dough you want it to be completely you know baked through in the extra you know five minutes even if it was done at 20 uh it's just going to brown the top and make everything uh that much better after 25 minutes you'll remove this from the oven you'll let it uh, sit for a little bit while it's baking though prior to it being done we want to make the cream cheese frosting for this we're going to use uh, some cream cheese we're going to use a little tiny bit of butter uh two tablespoons, some powdered sugar, and then the, uh, the reserved maple syrup, like three or four tablespoons. You are going to pour that in there and that you want to keep it separate. So it kind of cools down a little bit. You don't want to put that in hot. Also, if you really feel fancy zest about half of an orange and get that orange zest in there, this is all about like stacking these flavors. And when you get it like maple, cinnamon allspice nutmeg like all these flavors are really christmassy in there they they're sweet but they're intoxicating they're very deep like if you make mulled wine you'll use a lot of the same um flavor components but also orange orange, orange, naranja, is very complementary with a lot of these flavors. Like even in mulled wine, you'll put slices of orange or in sangria or something like that. But the, the orange zest in with the, the maple and the fortified maple flavor, you know, with all those other spices, it's going to be fantastic. And it's also, it's fancy, it's sophisticated to have a little bit of orange zest in there. uh for this one i use the hand mixer Um, you can use a fork or a whisk or whatever but i just find it easier especially with the cream cheese you got some you got some thick components in there use that hand mixer and whip that up and it's going to be very nice and smooth and delicious looking and once you remove your cinnamon buns from the oven while they are hot you want to slather them Slather them in this frosting and let that frosting really even soften up and, and drip down into all the nooks and crannies and, and fill out the top of that pan of golden brown cinnamon deliciousness. And then, you know, maybe let them, let them sit and rest for 15, 20 minutes. They'll still be warm. They'll be fantastic, but you won't hurt yourself on the molten sugar, and cinnamon filling, and you'll be able to grab the lip of the pan to excise the cinnamon buns, cinnamon rolls that you want from this this matrix of confectionery goodness. And, you know, there's really nothing nothing better than c- cinnamon rolls. Uh, it reminds me of the Mitch Hedberg joke that he wants to have a candle that smells like cinnamon rolls so that he can light it in the morning and everybody in the house can be disappointed. <laughs> I made these... Um, Uh, kind of as a dessert tonight, so they are not a, it's not like everybody's waking up to the intoxicating aroma of fresh cinnamon rolls, but uh, they did smell great, they tasted great, they were fantastic, and, you know, we got to use some of our very, very boutique and artisanal maple syrup (laughs) that we spent so long boiling down over the past couple weeks, so that's, that is What I consider to be like the tippy top of cinnamon roll recipes, you know, bedazzle your maple syrup with some nice spices, add a little bit of that orange zest and bada boom, bada bang, you've got uh, a delicious confection. All right. Thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week.